Tinafores are found in all the world's oceans, and there's maybe a hundred free-living tinafores, which you can find. They're either cold water, or warm water, shallow water, or deep. They don't live everywhere, each species. But the most diverse group of tinafores is actually the bottom-living benthic tinafores, which look like flatworms almost, but they have tentacles that go out into the water, and they also eat plankton like others. And these mostly, they occur in warm water almost exclusively. They're in reefs all over the world, and I'm not a warm water scientist, and I've only seen them once. Ah, tinafores were once thought to be in the same group as jellyfish. Um, one tinafore has nematocysts, which are stinging cells, which are basically the definer of what puts jellyfish all in one group. Uh, but they turned out to have been taking them like nudibranchs do from, from some other jellies. And so tinafores are very clearly their own phylum. They uh, act like jellyfishes in many ways, like, like medusae. They are transparent, they're predators, they have tentacles, and they, uh, they're carnivorous predators and eat a lot of stuff out of the, small stuff out of the oceans. Tinafores are, are planktivorous predators. They are, occur in seas all over the world. They occur from the surface all the way to the bottom. And they're eating uh, mostly small zooplankton from the oceans. Some tinafores eat larger plankton, such as salps, um, probably follow salp blooms when, they, when these happen in ocean surface waters. Tinafores were fairly popular research subjects, especially in the Mediterranean around the turn of the century. There's a fair amount of work by Russian scientists, German scientists, French, Frenchmen, and um, these guys were going out into shallow water with boats and dipping tinafores from the surface, sometimes in areas with fronts where deep water animals come up to the surface. And then oceanography around the turn of the century went very quantitative, nets were developed, and tinafores basically don't sample with nets. Jellyfish are tougher and you get jellyfish, they might be pretty battered up, but they show up in your net samples and tinafores, there's no evidence in many cases they were even in the water. So they kind of disappeared from the scene for 50 to 80 years. And then a guy named Bill Hamner uh, flopped over the side of a boat in the 60s when he was a young professor and went, wow, the sea is full of jellies and it's full of tinafores. And that started the beginning of a real renaissance. Not so many scientists, but a lot of um, collection of fragile things by scuba diving and snorkeling in the open ocean. And it's really changed our impression of what's out there.